Hello everyone, welcome to Narcissism Recovery Podcast, produced by the Magnolia Healing Center. I'm your host, Yitz Epstein. In this podcast, we will be delving into topics related to narcissistic abuse, codependency, childhood wounds, childhood trauma, mental illness, and all things narcissism. The purpose of this podcast is to bring widespread awareness and healing to the global epidemic of narcissism and codependency. It is my hopes that with this podcast, we can collectively create an environment of health and healing for you, the individual, and for the world at large. Let's begin. Hi, everyone. Welcome to today's episode. Today, we're discussing developing assertiveness. So assertiveness is a life skill that includes the ability to assert and express yourself in a clear and concise manner to other people in a way that allows them to understand your needs and meet them in a timely fashion. So many people struggle with being assertive. This is a very common issue, specifically in trauma and abuse victims. So in this podcast episode, I'm going to discuss some of the reasons why this is the case, why we struggle to be assertive, some of the barriers and the issues that inhibit us from truly being assertive. I'm going to discuss some of the benefits and the importance of being assertive, of assertiveness. And finally, I'm going to offer some tips on how to become more assertive in your life. So firstly, being assertive can be very intimidating for those who fear confrontation. Uh, assertiveness is essentially very confrontational. You're uh, expressing yourself, expressing your needs, you're being very very vulnerable. Uh, now, especially for people who have, let's say, the rejection wound, abandonment wound, or let's say a codependent who fear that confrontation, um, asserting yourself can awaken those many past experiences where uh, there was confrontation and there was wounds and there was hurts as a result. So avoiding being assertive would avoid those triggers, uh, those wounds, which would ultimately evoke, evoke that pain. Next, being assertive demands vulnerability. Obviously, you're expressing yourself, you're expressing your needs, your wants, and you open yourself up to potentially being ridiculed and to being mocked or being seen as weak. So if you already have a negative and shame-based relationship with your needs, um, you're going to want to avoid assertiveness in order to avoid the shame and the guilt that's associated with having needs. So this also has childhood roots as when we were extremely vulnerable, right? We were highly dependent and needy. Our caregivers, if they didn't respond with compassion and attunement and care, or worse, if they shamed and guilted you for having needs at all, then whenever our needs will show up, whenever we will have the ability to express our needs, we're, we're going to want to avoid that to avoid the negative emotions, such as shame and guilt that would show up with our needs. So in essence, if you have shame and guilt, you'll also feel very unworthy of, of having needs met, of getting them met. You may even feel guilty or shameful for having needs at all. And as a result of that, what you'll often do is just deny your needs entirely and specifically from yourself uh, in order to avoid having those negative feelings show up. In addition, abuse victims are most usually going to struggle with feeling like they do not belong, like they have no right to belong, they don't have any right to have needs and have no right to express them and, and get them met. Now, because they have had experiences where their rights or their boundaries were violated, and, and their rights were, were taken away from them countless times by those who were supposed to protect them and meet their needs. And because they may have even tried to express their needs, but to no avail, you know, after a certain point in time, they will just give up attempting to meet their needs, buying into the false notion that their rights are of no significance and that they don't have uh, a right to express themselves and to get their needs met. So ultimately, if you don't believe that you have a right to do something, then you literally, you physically cannot do that thing because in doing so, you would actually betray your beliefs. You disobey your belief system. And this is known as confirmation bias. So unless you believe that you have a right to 
do something and, or, and believe that you have the skill set and the ability to assert yourself, then ultimately you can't align your actions to do so. Beliefs such as I don't deserve it, right? I don't matter, I'm not worthy, I can't stand up for myself, you know, other people's needs come first, all these are programs, these are beliefs, and um, they act as barriers between us and our ability to assert ourselves to meet our needs. So if you have those beliefs and if you have that belief system, that negative core belief system, that's going to act as a uh, barrier between you and your ability to assert yourself and meet your needs. Furthermore, abuse victims are very often forced to stuff down their emotions, their feelings in order to survive, not to upset their superiors or perhaps trigger their rage, which will then cause consequences such as punishment and abuse. So essentially what they'll have to do is just cut off their emotions. But by cutting, cutting off emotions, what that does is that separates you from the important information that your emotions are telling you regarding your needs and how to meet your needs. Now, specifically the emotion of anger. Um, anger is very closely related to our will and our, our willpower. So essentially anger, which usually has a negative connotation, anger is not a bad thing. It's just a passion that fuels us to take action to protect ourselves from a potential threat and to, to meet our needs, to take action to go ahead and meet our needs. So without this anger, which essentially is a righteous anger, we cannot get in touch with our will, our willpower, um, which would ultimately lead us to asserting our will. So this disconnect from our primary emotions, specifically uh, anger, is what really causes abuse victims to struggle with being assertive. The next reason people struggle to assert themselves is because they see assertiveness as being selfish or being a difficult person. Uh, this also has its origins in childhood where, let's say you expressed your needs and they were seen as weak, needy, maybe you were mocked. Um, being assertive may have even gotten you bullied or just neglected and dismissed or labeled the selfish one or the difficult one, right? In many toxic homes, we were just taught that, oh, okay, well, this person's just being demanding or they're being extra, right? And you may have learned that, okay, putting other people's needs first is all that matters and any form of self-care was shameful or selfish and you oftentimes will feel very guilty as a result. And uh, ultimately you would avoid any self-expression and subsequent negative emotions that would uh, rock the boat, that would get you this label. The next reason that assertiveness is difficult is because those who you surround yourself with uh, they take up all the space in the room. You know, in the relationship, there's literally no room for you to assert yourself. Uh, if you're around, let's say, narcissists, uh, emotional bullies, right, they will actually be meticulously assuring that there is no space for you because ultimately the relationship is all about them. Uh, they may even see your assertiveness as a threat you know, to their ego, to their dominance, and they may even bully you or program you to just be submissive and never express yourself. And as a result of that, you may fear, right, rocking the boat, which would then evoke rage and subsequent abuse or, or punishment. So in essence, you're being uh, programmed, you're being trained to stuff down your emotions and, and push yourself down entirely. And therefore, if you have no access to you or your emotions, then you won't be able to express yourself and ultimately assert yourself and uh, your needs. Next is that we struggle with communication. If we struggle to express ourselves in a way that other people can understand, uh, let's say we're too quick to get angry, or let's say we just shut down on the thought of communication, expressing our needs to other people, which again is very confrontational, uh, we will not be able to express ourselves and assert ourselves in a way that uh, gets our needs met. And we will ultimately not be able to sort of fit in and socialize in a way uh, that other people will be able to accept our needs and meet them. So we oftentimes are very combative in our communication, especially, especially if we get very triggered, um, reactive, 
Um, and oftentimes what that'll do is that'll just scare away people who can potentially meet our needs or we'll go the opposite way. We'll, we'll be timid, we'll fawn, and we'll be very passive. And ultimately we're just self-avoiding and neglecting ourselves. Um, and what we're doing is we're trying to just not rock the boat so we can fit in and exchange our needs in exchange for acceptance, which ultimately uh, doesn't really work either. And the final reason is that if we don't have a sense of self, if we lack self-awareness, if we enmesh easily with other people, we may not have an awareness of our authentic self. And we ultimately, if we don't know who we are, we don't know what the needs are of the self that we are unaware of, and ultimately we can't express them and assert ourselves. So with that lack of, of self-awareness, uh, like I mentioned, we don't, have, we don't know what our needs are and how to meet them, in which case we will not be able to assert ourselves um, and take up space. So you see this a lot of times with codependents who sort of enmesh very easily. Uh, they sort of just kind of glob onto relationships and they can't necessarily express themselves because there's no real fundamental uh, sense of, of authentic self. Now let's talk about the importance of and the benefit benefits of asserting yourself. I would argue that without this life skill, we cannot manifest meaningful, healthy, interconnected, interdependent relationships and get that fulfillment that we crave from intimacy. Now this is because relationships, in order to thrive, they take two people, two individuals who come together with their own sense of self, their own set of needs, uh, their own individual will. So if we are not showing up as an independent person with our own sense of self, our own will, we'll always essentially uh, give up our freedoms, our needs, and replace them with those of those around us, with our partner, which essentially will create that enmeshment, that fusion, like I mentioned earlier, which essentially is a very much a trademark of codependency. Uh, and this is really not true interdependent relationships, uh, which essentially to have an interdependent relationships, we have a, to have an independent sense of self in order to create that uh, healthy interconnection and intimacy. So we have to be able to have that sense of self and then assert that sense of self. And ultimately through communication and negotiation in the relationship, everyone can feel uh, satisfied and fulfilled. Another benefit of being assertive is that without this skill, we cannot meet our own needs. You know, without assertiveness, which begins with acknowledging the fact that we have needs and then learning how to express them, we'll never be able to access the information needed to meet our needs in a timely fashion. And understandably so, if we can't admit our needs and assert ourselves within our own personal life, you know, to ourselves, then we will not be able to do, to do this with other people. And ultimately, without our needs being met, we are basically very needy people. Uh, regardless of who you are, we have needs and we have to meet those needs. So without acknowledging and accepting, taking responsibility for those needs and then taking steps to meet them, you will not meet your needs, which will ultimately leave you depleted on some level, empty, and uh, just not, not healthy and not whole. In addition, by not being assertive, we can never go in the direction of our higher self, of our highest potential, you know, in essence, we will be constantly pulled in the direction of other people's will, you know, their needs, which will inevitably pull us away from our true authentic self, our, our true present moment experience of our authenticity, right? And what this does is this cuts off our ability to grow as people. Uh, we're not really focused on ourselves. We're focused on other people's needs, and therefore we're becoming less and less aware of our own selves. Oftentimes we lose ourselves, and we're just not focused on our own needs, and this ultimately inhibits our ability to grow as people, like I mentioned, and then self-actualize. So now let's talk about how to overcome this issue. You know, we're struggling to assert ourselves. How do we develop assertiveness in our life? So the great news about assertiveness is that it is a life skill, and like any other life skill, it can be learned with practice. The most important thing is that we gotta get in touch with our authentic self and our, our willpower, our will. Without doing this, we have really no chance of expressing ourselves, our needs, and ultimately we will not be able to, to get our needs met. 
you know, we, we need to get in touch with our willpower and, and our core self that's buried below years of intimidation, bullying, programming, abuse, stemming from childhood. Maybe we even shut ourselves down. Maybe we don't even allow ourselves to express ourselves to ourselves. So we got to get in touch with that authenticity, that, that the core sense of self. And then once we do, we'll be able to ultimately express that authentic self and assert ourselves in, in our relationships in our life. We have to dismantle negative core beliefs about our needs and develop a healthy relationship to our needs. Uh, when this is done, we can have a chance at asserting ourselves in a way where others will, will see us, respect us, and respect those needs, and, and then meet them. Uh, the next is communication. Communication skills are so key. We need to be able to stand up for ourselves from a place of strength, calmness, and confidence. And this can be very difficult to do and it even sound foreign to those who have never been really given permission to do so. For abuse victims, we are either very passive or we become aggressive or very often passive aggressive. You know, all of these are just maladaptive attempts to communicate and assert ourselves. And ultimately they are not effective ways of expressing ourselves and educating others about who we are and what we need in order to feel fulfilled, in order to get our needs met. So therapy and coaching, you know, this can assist you in helping you get in touch with that core will, that willpower, and, and learn skills of communication that will allow you to develop this important life skill of, of assertiveness. You know, most importantly, it can really help you dig deep, you know, get into your, get in touch with that core self, that child self who has many unmet needs that are waiting to be met. You know, once we are to attend to our inner core self, our child self, uh, and his or her unmet needs, we can really build a stronger core self, we can become whole and strengthen our authenticity and our inner willpower, our inner will, and get in touch with that will. Uh, and like I mentioned, use that will to assert ourselves. And when we are in touch with our true self, our core self, essentially we are aligned with our higher self and our, our true will and willpower, which will allow us to express and communicate with grace, with emotional regulation, with confidence, and with assertiveness, which will give us an infinitely better chance of meeting our needs and thus being healthier becoming more whole and, and, and better chance at, at, at manifesting inter, interconnected, interdependent, healthy relationships. So if you are struggling with being assertive and assertiveness, you are one of so many people who struggle with this. Even if you were raised in a healthy home, you know, oftentimes we feel fearful. Uh, we often second guess our ability to express ourselves. We second guess other people's abilities to meet our needs. Uh, at the end of the day, we have to learn this life skill because we have needs and the only possible way to meet them is to express them and assert ourselves, take up space and, and command uh, that your needs get met, command respect about, uh, regarding your needs. But it all begins inward. We have to develop that relationship with ourselves, where we're taking ourselves seriously, meeting our needs, respecting our needs, and asserting ourselves in our own life. And then we can work that out with other people and create that interconnection, interdependence, that intimacy that we so crave. So if you are interested in developing this life skill, I'd be more than honored to work on it with you. So feel free to reach out for one-on-one -on -one coaching. My email is yitz, Y-I-T-Z at magnoliahealingcenter.com. My phone, 818-210-6049. Thank you all so much for joining me for today's episode. Until next time, God bless. <laughs>